there was an idea to bring together a duo of recyclable people to see if we could become something more so that when we needed to we could create the podcast that we otherwise never could no one asked for it no one knew they needed it but now you have it black culture geeks Geeks podcast. This is my man, SPQ, and I am Tombstone the Dead Man, and we are just a couple of geeks talking about pop culture from a black perspective. Facts. Facts indeed. So, it's one of those type of shows again. Yeah, appreciation. It's um, an appreciation show. Uh, you know, the, 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 the main thing about the appreciation series, Word. Um, it's so fun. That we can't stop. Um, and it's enough people out here to do appreciation episodes on that we won't stop. Facts. Um, your ass though. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> your, your ass went facts. Um, we ain't going nowhere. Um, <laughs> um yeah. There's no way we'll out. Probably no be out. doing this for life. Uh, yes. Um, so <laughs> today's yes. victim, ladies and gentlemen, is one Sean Puffy Poofy P Diddy Combs Combs. Um, boy, listen. <laughs> so, um. When we do these episodes, I enjoy um, doing them for several reasons. Uh, one, because we're doing the podcast. I love doing the podcast. Period. That's it's it's, right. it's fun. Um, right. Also, uh, especially with these appreciation episodes, the research that I do into these people. Because nine times out of ten, if we're doing appreciation on someone. I'm a fan in some way, shape, right. or form. Right. So it's amazing either being reminded of things they've done or finding out things they've done that I never knew. Right. This is the most intensive episode that I've had to do research on for a person and the information was just readily available. Wow. Like, hands down. Like, Teddy Riley's done more, but uh, his, his all of his stuff isn't readily available and easy to find. Right. Like, I had, I had to work a little bit harder to find all of Teddy Riley's stuff. Um, like, for instance, I, I'm pretty sure I didn't mention back then that he produced um uh it takes two like yeah because it slipped yeah. my mind and i didn't see it anywhere uh first of all i never knew it so there you go yeah so yeah um he he produced it with rob bass so uh it's that's crazy anyway he we're not talking about teddy riley today um right we are talking about Sean Combs. Now, 
there are a lot of you out here that might be listening to this episode and you've heard some of the other episodes and you're more familiar with those people and you're like, why would they be doing an episode on the the old man that owns Revolt TV? Well, <laughs> and and if you if you if you thought if you went that way and you happened to do a little bit of preliminary research and you went to look at him as an artist rapper um then you know that might that might make you feel a little justified because as a rapper we're gonna go through his uh albums that have certified um no way out 1997 seven times platinum 1999, Forever, went platinum. Uh, 2001, The Side Continues, went double platinum. 2002, oh. We Invented the Remix, went platinum. And 2006, Press Play, went gold. So, wow, that's it. That's it. So again, if you're that person, or even if you weren't that person, and you were just along for the ride because you like the Black Culture Geeks, thank you. We appreciate you uh, listening. Um <laughs> And you hear what I just went through, and you heard some of the other artists that we talked about, and you're like, that list is not that impressive. Facts. I can't fight that argument. But here's the thing. That's just one of the lists. Now, he has... This is going to take a while. Here are his... His uh, albums that I didn't even do singles, matter of fact. So we'll 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 get into that later. But here are his albums that have certified that he was either the producer, the main producer, or an executive one. Let me let me uh, let me sip my water. Hold on. All right. <clears throat> What's the four one one? Mary J. Blige, triple platinum. Ready to Die, Biggie, four times platinum. My mm. Life, Mary J. Blige, triple platinum. Here's the funny thing about <laughs> Puff. It's interesting uh, finding out what an artist's initial album is, uh, the, the title. Right. Um, I think that Puff Daddy and Bad Boy and, and all the acts he's associated with That's hold the record. For lazy album names. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Faith. Faith. Platinum. Total. 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 Platinum. <laughs> All right, hold on. Life After Death, Biggie. Diamond. We've talked about that several times. Right. Harlem World, Mace, four times platinum. Money, Power, Respect, Locks, platinum. Kim, Keisha, and Pam. Total. <laughs> that went gold. Um, Born Again, Biggie, two times. Platinum. It was all a dream. Dream. Platinum. <laughs> the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. Platinum. Love and Life, Mary J. Blige. Platinum. American Gangster, Jay-Z. Platinum. Project Funk the World, Craig Mack. Gold. 112. 112. 112. Double Platinum. Keep the Faith. Faith. Platinum, Room 112, 
112. 112. <laughs> Double platinum. Double up, Mace, Life Story, Black Rob, Emotional, Carl Thomas, Shine. Shine. <laughs> platinum. Part three, 112, platinum. Faithfully. Faith. Lazy. Platinum. <laughs> Too hot for TV. The bang. Gold. Now, the list goes on because he can't stop. He, he won't stop. stop. Um, I just actually have to find this list. Oh, hold on. What did I do? Oh, here it is. All right. So the list goes on to, I went too far down. All right. So the band two have a TV that went gold. Carl Thomas. Let's talk about it. Gold. Mario Winans hurt no more. Gold. Eight Ball and MJG, Living Legends, Gold. Mace, Welcome Back, Gold. New Edition, One Love, Gold. Um, let me see. Notorious Big, uh, Duets, The Final Chapter, Platinum. Young Jock, New Jock City, Platinum. Cassie, Cassie. <laughs> platinum. Danny D. Kane, Danny D. Kane. <laughs> Two times Platinum. Um, let me see. Did I say press? I did say press play. Um, Notorious B.I.G. Greatest Hits Platinum. Um, it's getting a little scarce now, but got that we went. For, oh, okay. Danny D.K. Welcome to the Dollhouse Platinum. All right, this looks like it's winding down. Okay, yeah. uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Lace Up, Gold. Um, uh, Machine Gun Galley Bloom Gold French Montana Jungle Rules Gold and that's pretty much it I mean there's there's uh, the compilation albums uh, Bad Boy Greatest Hits Volume 1 went gold Uh, 10th Anniversary went gold Oh yeah, and the 20th Anniversary I don't have Nah, see these things don't. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they 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 sold, but they're not. I don't think. Like, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like when you put out, I get it, especially because of all the albums I just named. And mind you, I only named the ones that certified. There were more. Right. Um, I get having multiple greatest hits albums, but I feel like. I don't know. It's, it seems weird. It seems weird. Right. And I know that a lot of people do it. Like, I know, I think Tribe has uh, at least two. It's a, I, I know, a I know Queen has like four. Yeah, I'm thinking that's a business decision more than anything else. Yeah. yeah we, we got to, fans. So let's put an album out. Yeah, and it's also an attempt to maybe get people who weren't there for the movement initially that's a fact. Maybe somebody's planted that they, you know, they compile. Yeah. Like maybe years, years previously, when people bought those projects, they no longer have those songs anymore for whatever reason. The CD cracked, or tape fucked up, right. or whatever. And motherfuckers want to get them again. So, I mean, I've done shit like that. I have some anniversary shit that I bought. Yeah, yeah. Because I no longer had those songs anymore Facts. in the format that I previously had them. So. Facts. All right, it's so... It's like it's some new shit. Going no, it's on. not. It's not. Uh, so to finish the... Well, and that's the thing. I, I like when I like when artists 
we'll put a track or two, a new track or two. Right, on the, right, yeah, right. just give me something new. But anyway, to finish out the list before we get into the the, the heavy talk, uh, net worth of eight hundred and fifty five million dollars. Um, he is he has a major stake in Revolt TV, um, Sean John Sorak, and probably other things that I just didn't mention. But yeah, right. Diddy is uh, mogul, nigga. The mogul. the word mogul. There are a few people who define that as far as hip hop yeah, is concerned. Facts. It's like Dre, Jay, and Diddy are pretty yeah. much at the top of that. That's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, yeah you are. Yeah. And mind you, all of these motherfuckers are, they come from the generation previous. Facts. You know, they like, they, like, they are like Mount Rushmore type mm-hmm. niggas. And let me just say, you know, let me give. Let me give Diddy some props, first and foremost. There ain't many motherfuckers that have been mm-hmm. able to do what he's been able to do. Period. Oh, yeah. Especially to come from our culture, hip-hop culture and all that. Very yeah. fit. Um, he has, as far as I'm concerned, proven himself, if for nothing else, than for being something that somebody that actually like deserves to be where they at right now. Because all of the struggles yeah. he had to put up with and the things that the really bad shit that's happened to him over the years for him to still be 800 million strong. I mean, yeah, more than that. You know what I'm saying? So it's an amazing he gets, thing. He gets, he gets major props from me based on that. Now, not to mention all of the legendary yeah. shit he's connected with himself. Like literally he connected to big. So. It, as far as I'm concerned, if you if you got rid of every other thing he did, the fact that he was connected with Biggie Smalls is enough to put him, you know, in the stratosphere because of all that Biggie did and what he represents to hip hop and in New York, you know. Yeah. But yeah, here's here's yeah. the other here's the other side though. <laughs> I was not a huge Diddy fan right around the time him and Mace. Was doing the shiny suit era. I just wasn't into it. And I understand. At one point, to me, he was one of the, uh, especially after Biggie died. Especially after Biggie died. He's one of them, I considered him, oh, he's one of the antichrist of hip hop um, dudes that's taking us into an era where, you know, like for instance, in one song, I look back at this and laugh now, but in one song, he said, don't, don't ask me, don't worry if I write rhymes. I, I write checks. Yeah. And I he saw say people that. take that and go, yeah! But as a rapper myself, I was like, so I'm supposed to respect that now and make, and make him, like, that's cool. I'm a rapper, so I'm about writing bars, what's coming from inside you and putting that shit down on the track. That's a fact. So I'm not really, like, I don't relate to that. When I saw people saying that, like that was a nail in the coffin argument, I was like, "Oh, well, I get allow it. me to offer, allow me to offer the 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 point that merges what he's saying and what you're saying." Right. Um, there are few people who could say that 
and mean it. So anybody right. anybody that was trying to take that shit and run with it, more than likely, it didn't actually apply to you. He Yo, wasn't exactly. Exactly. The point wasn't the point wasn't, oh, I got a little bit of money, so I got an employee or two. No. He was speaking to the mogul shit. Right. So like But I felt like a lot of reason that people bought into it, like that was a, a, a because they broke. So the only thing they can really because they figured the that they, they didn't have to write, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how I saw. It. But no, they like, they took so, that they took that wrong. Yeah, you know, like, and again, for those that, especially back in this era, y'all y'all gotta just. I know some of y'all was here for the music now, but y'all wasn't there for the movement. Like, like there was a time mm-hmm. when being an MC. A true MC mm-hmm. that could spit, wrote mm-hmm. his own shit. It was almost magical. It, it was almost like people revered that shit. So that's why the nicest dudes Fits. got all these props and respects because the fact, like, yo, it was something about that in the culture. Oh, listen, hold up, hold up. He's a word wizard. Like you, no, 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 no. Listen, y'all don't, you don't understand. That guy has a revered position in this culture. Because he's nice and he write his own right. shit and that's it. He's mm-hmm. an MC that doesn't have the same uh, power that it used Thanks. to have. And some of us would point directly to this era as the start of it, lo- because it sounded like to us they was diminishing the idea of writing your own shit. And that's how a lot of uh, MCs took Agreed. it. Agreed. So when we saw people who didn't write, didn't do, uh, didn't write, didn't make beats, they did nothing. But, <sighs> but they took it and went. Yeah. He, <laughs> you know he, he listen, listen. <clears throat> a part of the fact, the fact that even though they misrepresented and misunderstood, I'm sorry, misrepresented or misunderstood what he was uh-huh. saying, uh-huh. the very fact that he was so influential. Is kind Thanks. of one of the reasons why we even doing this episode. <laughs> Cause here's the thing, yo. Here's the thing. If it was not for Poofy, Poofy but, gave us big, yo. So whatever you may think, he was instrumental in us having big, my nigga. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? Like he like so to me that goes a long fucking way. You know what I'm saying? Like it does. And yeah. even and let's not be let's not be crazy. Mace could spit. Oh, See, facts. You, you feel me? So let's not let's not act like Mace couldn't spit. Let's act. Let's not act like Sean couldn't spit. Right. You feel me? Like Black Rob. These, these motherfuckers had Black Rob, Craig Mack. Look, mm-hmm. let's not act like you know what I'm saying he wasn't connected to some people that 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 was that we wouldn't have got. Yeah, yeah. If he like, had, uh, these... you know. Pull the trigger. He surrounded him. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to surround right. yourself with the best. And uh, I can't say he always did that, but he always made an attempt to. He always made an attempt to. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then, I, and then he also diversified. He did. I was about to say, he, he did more than just the music shit. He, he was in other forms of yeah. entertainment as well. Um, and he mm-hmm. actually, I don't know if, I don't know if he did some shit 
just as tax write-offs or whatever. But I know speaker from from a Baltimore, the dude from Baltimore, he was very influential in the block. The 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 um the the record company, the local record company called the block that had on their mm-hmm. uh Los, you know what I'm saying, Scar yep. Akbar. You know what you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yo, like Puffy basically was one of the people that, that helped legitimize what they were doing by the funding of certain shit in other places. And he could have yeah. he could have completely done that for a tax write-off, but that doesn't change the fact that somebody that comes from Baltimore recognizing that Yeah, these, it just had to be I done. Always thought he was it had to be yeah, right. You know? So, Yo, like he, so, 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 and speaking to what we were talking about as far as uh, talent and ability, um, the people that he was. Right. So this this has his associated acts listed as Dirty Money, which is him and um, Dawn. What is her name? Dawn Richard, um, and Kalina Harper, um. That was a thing for a what second. Did it, huh? did it not? Did it not? Is that no, 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 no. Oh, Dawn oh. Richard. Anyway, um, oh, also sorry. other associated, offer associated acts: Jay Z, Lil Kim, Machine Gun Kelly, Mary J. Blige, Notorious B.I.G., Rick Ross, Usher. Like, come on, man. These are associated yeah. acts. Yeah. <laughs> All facts. So I mean, you gotta like see, and again, in his position, in his position, to be able to spot talent is a talent within itself. Facts, you know. He did some producing for Jay Z before, um, before American Gangster. Facts. He was definitely associated with Kim. Yep. He also come on, um, man. He was connected to some of the biggest moments. In hip hop history, too. oh yeah, like like you know, some for 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 good or for ill, um, the whole Biggie, Tupac, mm-hmm. Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like he was connected with all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, he gave we us got moments, right? Because of him, like huge moments. Just saying, just saying. I don't know. And, and also, anybody who would have saw him back then dancing around with the shiny suits on. Let me disabuse you of the notion that he wouldn't fuck you up. He absolutely would fuck you up. Yeah, he was, he was not a he was, guy he, he, on, it's yo. just that it's just that he was being compared to Suge. Yeah, and it's, it's he wasn't as like crazy Shug, as Suge. No, but that does by no means. That wasn't that, that, that mean that he was no a punk. Mean, yeah, his last <laughs> name wasn't spelled chump. Nah, he put hands on people. Um yeah. Like, a lot. Like the funny thing about it is, like I said, I was one of those people. Not to say that I thought he was a punk per se, but right, I know what you're saying. When like the idea of putting a certain type of respect on his name would go around, I'd be like, really? Yeah. Thanks. And then I found out. And I was like, oh, 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 all right. (laughs) No, you're right. I was, I was mistaken. I was, I was wrong about that one. No, not at all. Don't walk up to Sean. No, buddy. Walk up on Sean with that bullshit. That is not what you want. 
Nah. The he's consequences. Yeah. He's going up with hands, hands bottles. Body, yeah, right, exactly. Feet, like Body elbows. Oh, not. yeah. Guards there or not. Yeah. You're going to have to deal with cones. Yeah. You don't want that. You, you don't want that in your life. Um, let's go through these awards real quick, right? Word. Um, image awards for. Um, uh well I'm not gonna do the nominated. Oh, I'm just gonna do the oh, shut up. I'm just gonna do <laughs> I'm just gonna do the ones that he won. Um so 2009 he got an image award for outstanding actor in a television movie, miniseries, or dramatic special mm-hmm. for a raisin in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't actually seen that, but I'm sure he did well if he won the award. I suppose. Yeah. Um, BT Award, uh, 2002, Pastor A Part 2, Buster Rhymes and Pharrell, Video of the Year. Um, 2003, Bump, Bump, Bump with B2K, um, uh, Coca-Cola Viewer's Choice Award. Um, 2011, Diddy with Dirty Money, won the best uh, group. He was also nominated in 2010 and 2012 for that same award. So for that three years, right. for that three year span, he was nominated for best group. That's crazy. Wow. Um, BT Hip Hop Award 2008 uh, Hustler of the Year. <laughs> stop! Stop for a second. Uh-huh. Stop. Hold up. Let's 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 marinate right there. You said uh, BET Hip Hop Award for Hustler of the Year. Mm-hmm. I just need to know what that entails. I'm not quite sure. Um, I don't have the details on the award uh, prerequisites. Mm-hmm. I just see that he won it. That, that's it. Okay, that's it. Um, right. He was also uh, nominated for it the next year. <laughs> so right. I mean, whatever it is. Oh, and and 2010, he won Hustler of the Year. What the fuck? What is going on here? So I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure it out because that's not. Listen, that is not an award. That you would see on the more milk toast no, clearly, music show. Clearly, you know saying like, um, so he was nominated four times and won twice. No, I'm sorry, he was nominated six times. Shoot, and won okay. twice. So, yeah, I really don't know what that's about, but he won twice. And he's 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 he's, he's perpetually in the running <laughs> to win it again. Yo, I'm, he I'm probably at, he probably lost it to like Jay Z or something. Like probably I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm looking also at his age. Yeah, I'm older than this nigga by a few months. Yeah, yeah. God. Oh damn. yeah, that was the other thing I was well, thinking you, about. Because um, God damn, I was contemplating my own mortality. Um, when I was uh, looking at, when I was doing the research for this, um, right. and I had read that his father died at 33 when he was two. Shit. So I was thinking, like, what would have happened? Like, if if his father stayed alive and stayed in his life, at what point, at what age would his father have been set for life, right? Mm. It probably would have been around like 55 yeah <laughs> cuz puffy so puff was in his 20s me, me, facts, he was doing his thing right so so you're telling me I, that i have a chance well like my son 
I'm just saying he's on the path. Well, yes, yes, you technically do have a chance. <laughs> and I still have a chance without a child right now. Facts, According facts. to that that metric, facts. I have a chance. Sure. Sure. If I have a son or daughter within the next year or two, <laughs> by 55, I could be yeah. set for life. Sure. sure. So, I mean, hey, ladies, if you're trying to be set for life. It's so stupid. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, All right. Like, the level, the level of dumbness right there was just... All right, all right, all right. I'm just saying we can't use that reference. Uh, I hate pe- that people are trying. Yo, I hate that people that this is a, a tangent, a, an extreme tangent, but yeah. I hate that people who are so creative and or contribute so much to the lexicon Facts. are trash they just end up yeah, like yeah. i hate when that's the case because uh honestly uh, i i joked about us not being able to use that reference but we're still going to use references of course like it, 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 it's so much use, uh, a it's part abo- it's above me yeah it's so much a part of <laughs> it's so much a part of the culture that word, word. it would be disingenuous to try to pretend like it didn't exist Right. Like I'm, I'm not on that. Like once I, I'm, I'm. I mean, we're, we're creatives. I'm, I, but I personally believe that that creative, not not monetarily. I'm not talking about as far as money, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. feel like that creation, whatever it is, is only yours as long as you're working on it. Once you release it, they belong to, they belong to everybody else to do with what they will. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you should expect from is to be compensated. That's it. That's it. Because after that, motherfuckers are going to take your shit. Mm-hmm. And now you can also, with publishing, keep getting a residual. Oh, of course. Yeah, so yeah. The money shit, yeah. But as far as how people take yeah. your shit, man. Outside of money? Yeah. Yeah. like That's not yours no more. That's not yours anymore. Nope. That belongs to the world. So, yeah. Um... I'm 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 not so much like for instance R. Kelly. I'm not so much repping R. Kelly. I'm expressing something that's a part of my experience. Just is what it is. Right. Anyway, moving on. Uh, MTV Video Music Award, uh, 1999, you won Best R&B Video for "I'll Be Missing You," the Biggie tribute. Um, 1998 won a Viewer's Choice Award for All About the Benjamins Rock Remix. That was hard. Um, Grammy won a Grammy for Best Rap Album for No Way Out. 1998 uh, also 98 um, a Grammy for Best Rap Performance by a Duo or Group for I'll Be Missing You. Um, 2004. Uh, Grammy for Best Rap Performance by a Duo or a Group for Shake Your Tail Feather. Um, that's interesting. How did that happen? Um, anyway, um, let me see. Oh, okay. And, and on Rolling Stones 500 greatest albums of all time list. Oh, well, that's not fair. Hmm. In, in, in parentheses. So <laughs> it says Rolling Stones. 500 greatest albums of all time. In parentheses. Oh, okay, I got it. I read it wrong. All right, cool. 
<laughs> albums executive produced by Sean Combs. I thought it was saying that the the list was <laughs> was executive produced. That's Sean Combs. I'm like, yo, that's not fair. That's not, that's not right. We can't do that. Anyway, so um, out of the 500 uh, ranked number 134 is Ready to Die. Um, number 281 is Mary J. Blige, My Life. And number 476 is Life After Death. You know so what's crazy that's, about that's, Boogie? That's decent representation for one person. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that he did, this is crazy, especially early on. Yeah. Are things that some of these artists are still eating off of now. Oh, thanks. Hard They're facts. They're still performing off of these albums. Nah. You know, they're still yeah, getting yeah. booked for that Matter shit. Matter of fact, um, it was just a uh, Bad Boy tour like a year ago or something like that. Right. And right. it was like old school Bad Boy tour. Like like 112 and Mary J. Blige. And, and Black Rose. Yeah, facts. Facts, facts. Right. So, um, also some biography. I'm pretty sure I haven't watched all of these. But uh, May 2001. Bounces Ball 2001. 2005. Oh, that don't count. Um, uh, seamless. Never saw it. Have no idea what that is. Two thousand five. Nope. Carly Way, Rise to Power. Two thousand five. Raising the Sun. We talked about that. Get him to the Greek. Two thousand ten. I'm still here. Two thousand ten. Draft Day. Two thousand fourteen. Muppets Most Wanted. Twenty fourteen. Can't oh, stop, stop. Won't stop. A bad boy story. That's but I, I can't stop. I just. I just. I literally just said can't stop. Ass. This ass. Did you just say? Something Muppets most wanted. Muppets most Muppets w- fucking mu- most uh, anyway. No, Muppets most wanted. 2014. Yeah. Um <laughs> and the Defiant Ones in 2017. Um okay. I got I have to look at this Muppets Most Wanted shit. I absolutely have to. Sean P. Muppets Diddy Combs. Most wanted. Indeed. I that think that I is have what heard I said. It all now. I have heard it all now. Like, um, I promise you, you have not heard it all. Listen, um, if name for me. All right, so this this movie, <clears throat> this movie starred Ricky Gervais, uh, Ty Burrell, Tina Fey, um, a bunch of Muppets, of course, because um, it's a Muppet movie. Um, <laughs> but uh, cameo guest stars Tony Bennett, Hugh Bonneville Tom Hollander Jermaine Clement Sean Diddy Combs Rob Corddry, Mackenzie Crook Toby Jones Celine Dion Yo, who did, who did, who did uh, Puffy play? No, these are cameos oh. Yeah, these are these are all cameos um, Celine Dion, Lady Gaga, Zach Galifianakis. Actually, no. Some people played. All right, some people did play people. So Tony Bennett played himself. Um, Jermaine Clement was the Prison King. Okay. The, the what? Prison King. Okay, I'm not sure I want to be king. No, not at all. Um, Diddy played himself. He was gambling with Pepe on the train. That's funny. Okay. Uh, Rob Corddry was assistant director of the Muppets. Uh, Celine Dion was Miss Piggy's fairy godmother. 
Lady Gaga was herself. Zach Galifianakis was Hobo Joe. Oh, Hobo goodness. Joe. Salma Hayek was herself. Um, Tom Hiddleston, a.k.a. Loki, was Great Escapo. He was an inmate well, who was... <laughs> he was an inmate who was also an escape artist, which is... Oh, so he was Loki again? <laughs> yeah, basically, he was God of Mischief. <laughs> um... Let me he was see. Basically low. Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray Liotta was Big Papa. He was an inmate who was a fan of Boys the Men, so I'm assuming Boys the Men was in there somewhere. Okay, um, James McAvoy was a UPS guy. Wow! So Professor X was a UPS so Professor guy. X Loki, um, Chloe Grace Moretz, so Hit Girl, um, was a Russian newspaper delivery girl. Hmm. Um, Dylan Hornswoggle Posty, so Hornswoggle from WWE, so a leprechaun was prisoner <laughs> prisoner number one. Who else? Um, Danny Trejo <laughs> was a fictionalized version of himself, and of course he was an inmate. Stanley Tucci was. Was um, Ivan? He was one of the Watchtower guards. Usher was a wedding usher. Okay, all right. Um, Christopher Waltz was uh, himself. Okay, so he it was a cameo, cameo. Um, and other people filmed scenes well, that were cut from the film. They, they were cut from the film. They didn't make it to the actual movie. All right, so oh, so they don't count. That's um, they really that's interesting. Count. This this whole Muppet no, they don't really count. Um, this whole Muppets thing was not on my radar. I had I I was not aware. I mean, I was aware that it existed. Like, I don't I've, believe that you would have watched it though. No, it's possible, I, I probably but wouldn't. I just don't think. If I if 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 it was a situation, I'll, I'll tell you this: if there was a situation where. Um, Ricky Gervais, Diddy, maybe, um, Tom Hiddleston, Chloe Grace Moretz, and pa- and and I was about to say Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy <laughs> were advertised Ass. as like the stars of the movie. I would watch yeah. it, but clearly the majority of them were just in cameo roles. Right. I mean. You, if you would have, I, I like to believe that if you had watched it, it was more for Comet, his uh, stimulating role. Actually, that that, that, that would have been interesting. I do wonder what he, what his role was in this movie. That is, that is probably the sure most he was curious. I'm pretty sure he was minding his business. Um, definitely minding his business. That that's probably the most cu- thing that I'm curious about as far as this movie is concerned. Otherwise, that they can have that. Um, yeah. But I will say this. I, have you ever Muppets, actually right? seen a movie that Diddy's acting in? What, a Muppet well, movie? Well, yeah. Um, you mean in the movie theaters? Or period? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, but, never in the movie theater, but I have seen it on TV or some shit. You saw The Raisin in the Sun shit? No. Uh, what was it? Um, 
Hmm. I can't remember now. Of course not. So it I must not have been that. that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was. <laughs> I really don't think it <laughs> All was. right, well, <laughs> there's that. Um, because I was going to ask I was going to ask was he any good because I mean apparently he was good once because he won the Raisin uh, for Raisin in the Sun Um, I also think that that. uh, plays plays like a Raisin in the Sun I feel like they almost have to give you (laughs) an award yeah but here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing you can be I don't know like for instance I would consider James Earl Jones a good actor, but when he played fences in Fences, I'm, I, that's I not what I, I don't want to see that. I yeah, no, I don't want to see uh, that. Denzel did it ten times uh, better. Uh, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yo, like, like he was putting his opera voice on. Man, he better take if he don't take that Shakespeare bullshit the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it, James. <laughs> Jay, I gotta beef yes, for James yes, Earl Jones yes. for a second. Oh, just for okay. a second. Not you, your ass. Okay. Just for a second, I okay. gotta beef for James Earl Jones. From some interview he did years ago, I think I saw it on PBS. Where the King of Zamunda? A who? No, that's not. No, he wasn't the King oh. of Zamunda in this. He was himself in oh, an okay. interview where he tried to be, he was very dismissive of the idea of black people getting back in touch with their African roots. Shame on you, James. Hold Shame on, stop, on you. stop. That's Wait all. a minute. Um, this is coming from Mufasa and the King of Zamunda. Yeah, yo, I really wasn't, I didn't feel that in that interview at all. I wasn't feeling him, yo. I wasn't feeling it. He see, in his mind, he said, we are effectively divorced from that continent. And it's the, Wait, like, whoa, 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 whoa. That for part yourself, is, bro. there is some truth to that part, but that doesn't mean that we can't, seek out what we've been missing. Like, I don't... Yo, exact, the very fact that people are doing that discredits what he said. Because his mind... Yeah. The point he was making is we don't feel... We don't feel that we're from there anymore. And I disagree. You can't speak for me, bro. (laughs) You can't speak for me. You know, speak for yourself. Well, I have the... I have the benefit... Yeah, I have the benefit of actually going so right and at a young right. age. So I've never really felt that way either. Yeah, you know what like, I'm saying? Like nah, that's, that's these you, man. these are yeah. I'm, I'm in my head. I'm like, yeah, this is this is where we come from. These are right. Yeah, like I I don't know. I don't. I, that's weird. I, I don't. And here's the thing. I am sure that there are plenty. Out of the 30 plus million of us that's still over here in this country, I am sure that there is a, a, a significant portion that maybe feel the way he feels, but you can't speak for all of us, bro, because I don't Yeah, feel that, way. I don't that feel leads that way me to believe that, that leads me to believe that he wasn't as successful of an actor as I thought he was, meaning mm. it seems as the, though, based on his statements, he didn't choose to be Mufasa and he didn't choose to be King of Zamunda, it -hmm. seemed as if, oh, this is what we want you to do. And he's like, okay. That's what it seems like now after hearing that. You know what? You make a very good point with that. I didn't think about that. Because because for anybody that was going to try to check me for what I said, um, uh, 
we specialize in something on this podcast. <laughs> and one of those things that we specialize is in snatching the breath out of your argument before you get a chance to make it. <laughs> Obviously, I know that they are roles in movies. I know that he wasn't actually the king of an African yeah, come nation, on, and I know man. that like, he wasn't actually on, a lion. What the fuck? Obviously. But my point in saying that was, it seemed as though he was one of the successful actors that was able to carefully craft his career. But right, 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 given right. that he felt like this, maybe that wasn't the case. It was just a role. Yeah, maybe it was just a role. But yeah, I agree with yeah, you, bro. So, I, I think it was just it, it may have been just a role for because I, when I heard that, y'all, it was yeah. just a bad taste in my mouth. I ain't gonna lie, it really did. I was like, because I didn't expect that from him. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, huh? Yeah, not at all. That's how you feel? This type of shit, ladies and gentlemen, is why you need to diversify your portfolio of life. Because because I had never heard this. Yeah, y'all. Until just now. I was probably in my um, late teens, early 20s when I saw that shit. And I was like, dude, um, I I wasn't feeling that then. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, so right. like like and so I So maybe I, I mean it's possible that he changed his mind, I guess. I hope he did. I hope he did, especially considering right. everything that we've seen over the last, you know, right. decades or whatever. I, I'm hoping. <laughs> and he's he's playing like Mufasa again. Yeah, like, you know. Or, or but again, that could just be that Disney money. Right. You know, it's Disney. He and might not actually have a connection to the role. I don't know. I mean, like he just maybe he recognizes the fact that he's brown and yeah, he got a voice and he can fit yeah. that. Like that's you know. Yeah. But okay, um, I guess Africa. Yeah. So like, be be less Darth Vader and more Mufasa, my dude. Like right, right. I right. just don't. Right. I'm, I'm not. I don't I, know, man. Like, I, like right. I said, it put it put a kind of a bad taste in my mouth because I know that was the that was one of the missions. Yeah. Was to make it so that we had no affinity for that place. And it's like to hear somebody yeah. who I looked up to saying that it, mission accomplished. Nah, B. Nah, right. He basically he basically was like a double agent. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> he was basically like Terror in Teen Titans. He was, <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was like, I've done what you've asked me to do, Slade. Like, right. what? Come on, bro. No, like, what no, are we doing we're here? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. What we're are we doing, doing here? All right. So, um, yeah, Diddy, um, obviously, um, was on the right shit throughout his career. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, did he, did he, did his, look, here's the here's the proof in the pudding, as far as I'm concerned, right? So, at, mm-hmm. in 2019, mm-hmm. what we have is a man that's worth almost a billion dollars. Indeed. So, so his body of work. Now, there was some things that were said about did he? Uh, people didn't like some of his business practices. I've heard artists criticize him for that shit. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, so we need to bring, we got to talk about that too because that was for a window of time. That's what people was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. did he, is, he don't be, but I think a lot of that had to do with, you know, when you're a new artist, you don't, especially back then in that era, 
you don't be knowing nothing. And right. it's real simple and easy for you to get the wrong impression on what he's supposed to get out of it and what you're supposed to get out yeah. of it. Yeah. Because if you go in with the wrong idea or perception of whether or not how much you're supposed to get out of this deal with a percentage because you don't know how the business works, that's not his fault. No. Nah. That's not his fault that you didn't educate yourself on that shit. I mean, he had a literal machine. Yeah. And you really did benefit. All right, real question, real question. Back mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. what year did this come out? I need to find out what year um, the Money, Power, Respect album came out. Because in the year... Uh, so 2001, two, so it was way before that. Yeah. All right, so let me see, 90, I think 97. No, 98, 98. So you mean to tell me that you think the locks, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the warlocks. Right. Would have been able to put out a platinum album without Diddy? Because um, I don't think so. I don't believe that's possible. I mean, look. I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think that would have happened. I don't like as much put, as I love the locks. I was about to say, and I don't like putting dudes in a box. But what I would say is that their style at that time period, I don't think that shit would have been platinum without... Puffy having the co-sign on it. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Had they signed to Rough Riders first, they might have, yeah, you know. They not, yeah. not in 97. Not in 97. Maybe in 98, 99, yeah. they might have been able to put out a platinum. Yeah. But for them to put, in order for them to put out a platinum album in 1998, it probably had to be Diddy. Like, yeah, definitely. It, it just is what it is, yo. It wouldn't have happened at Rockefeller. Boy. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't have happened on Just Def Jam because they weren't big enough names. Facts, facts, all facts. Uh, Dre wouldn't have signed them. Not back then. Nah, I don't think so. So, like, who else would have, like, it was, pre- uh, it was pretty. Did, did, Premier, did, did Premier have an a, a imprint or something back then? He might have, but it wasn't big. Yeah, yeah, true, true. true. Like, the Gangstar shit, like, that was great. But, I don't know. Like, it's just, my issue, I mean, not not really issue, not issue. It's kind of like what you said. You're young, and you're from a certain background. You don't have all of the... You don't know all the nuance that goes into this type of stuff. So you right. are going to read a deal and think that it's a good deal. Not I, I don't want to say I don't want to say good deal. You want you are going to read a deal and think that it might be more beneficial to what you have in mind right. than what it really is. Facts, facts. And at the end of the day, that is your fault. Yeah. Um not to say that people should take advantage of you. No, because from, from an ethical at standpoint, the end of the day, it's kind of your fault. In the music industry, we know how that works. Like, that's not... Yeah. 
Yeah. We know how that works. Like it's not something that right. is unfamiliar or not common. Yo, right, you're responsible be right. for you you got you gotta figure it out, yo. You, you gotta figure it out. That's all. You gotta figure yeah, it out. Pretty much. Okay. Um <clears throat> so I've heard I heard the big the, that's the big I think that's the biggest um uh contract dispute that Diddy had was yep. the locks. Yep. Um he also yep. had a dispute with Shine. And yeah. he also had a dispute with Mace. Well you know what um, the Shine shit was from from a street perspective, right? What people were saying is yeah. damn yo, Shine, Shine, he, he he did something for you. Like like right. so shit right. was jumping off and and he, you know, so that's where a lot of that energy came from. From the incident that took place with Shine, took some time for that man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that, that's yeah. where that come from. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, so it's like, I don't know. He, but we, I, I don't know. I've, I, I've paid more attention and learned more about this in in battle rap. So I kind of didn't really apply this to Diddy. But he's a Harlem nigga. So, like, it's crazy. Like I said, I, I <clears throat> definitely I was made more aware of it from Battle Rap. But, right. Diddy is a Harlem nigga. Like, he just, he is. So, he's a Harlem nigga. There's yo. nothing. <laughs> All of them. They, 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 they ruthless, and they, <laughs> they about that bread. So, yeah. like, seeing that after I put two and two together and realized that that's what it was, I looked at a lot of the stuff Diddy was involved in much differently. Like, I'm still not absolving him completely, but. Move, <laughs> move, <laughs> move today! <laughs> God, um, I'm still not absolving him from his part in these issues. Yeah, because we know it, it, it had to be a bit of something that they, yeah. that they latched on to to make them feel, you know, a certain way. Like I'm not saying he was blameless, but I, what I am saying is. Like, I think a lot of the situations was that people were just not informed and didn't seek to inform themselves yeah. on what, like, what his take was going to be on a lot of shit. Also, certain shit you shouldn't have probably allowed. Like, all right, there are certain tracks where Puffy would get some of the publishing, not just because, you know, he was the, the record company mogul dude, but also because he was in the studio and put a little voice on it. Yep. Don't allow that. Like, no, 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 no. Hold up, man. Hold up, hold up. I'm the artist here. I, I got to say over this music right here. Mm-hmm. I took your feedback. I'm using the beat that you want me to use, but I need this to sound the way I need it to sound. And you getting on there, don't add nothing to this. The only thing it adds to it is you getting a slice of the splits. You know what I'm saying? A big you know, slice of the splits. I think, I think the reason, <clears throat> I think some of the reason uh, that this shit kept happening and people kept allowing it is because 
Oh, it's really just two people because of Biggie and because of Mace. Yep. Um, yep. Like Biggie, like I said, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't really. If you, if you, if you're a fan of either Biggie or Mace, you would know that ninety percent of that album was still them being them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just usually the singles. Right, exactly. That, that exactly. got got shined up. So, I think that might be what it was. I think that's a situation where people like, all right, look what he did for Biggie. Right. And right. look what he did for Mace. Right. Like, Mace even says in a damn song, I was murder. P. Diddy named me pretty. Did it for right. the money, so can you get with me? Like, that... It, there's facts to it. It's facts to back yeah. up that if you listen to Puff, he's probably gonna get you something bigger than you would have had if you didn't yeah. listen to Puff. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I I get it. I There's, think the thing with, with with King Combs is that um, that's his son. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, King Combs may his son may call us of that, but at most <laughs> he's Prince Combs. All right. <laughs> King Combs is clearly I don't know why I don't know why his father let him get away with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But you know, whatever. You know what I mean? but, uh, like I feel like the thing, the thing with him is again, um, he wanted to get a slice of a bigger slice of the mainstream yeah. audience. And that's where a lot of the because here's the thing, that tactic that he used there is not new. It's a it's a Trojan horse. Mm-hmm. It's like you you give these motherfuckers this party oriented shiny single, mm-hmm. and it pulls people to the shit. Now, of course, much like Big Pun, who did this exact same thing. Oh exact yeah, same thing. Yo, when a guy is super talented, he can do that um, mainstream whatever. Mm-hmm. pull people to his album to hear his more gutter shit mm-hmm. and they still fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? So it's two, I think it's two aspects to it. You have to be super talented. Yeah. But you also have to commit. Yeah. You have yeah. to go all the way. You can't, like, you have to reach. I think that's the thing with Pun, with Biggie, with Mace that worked as far as mixing that commercial and right. what they wanted to do is that they found things that they can still say they were like proud of doing. Right. As right, far right. as the commercial side of it. Right. right, it, right. it was like, all right, this is not my most lyrical stuff. This is not most like most, my hardcore fans aren't going to be necessarily in love with this, but right. I can still feel like genuine doing this. The the locks came out with if you think I'm jiggy. <laughs> so I understand their issue with that. Like I understand them not I understand them having a problem with it going that far. Right. But to his credit, they all he also let them put out Money Power Respect as a single. Right, 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 right. So it's like Eh, I don't know. I I, I understand, and apparently they're good now. So that's um, 
That's a plus because, right. like, matter of fact, I think didn't they go back to Bad Boy at one point? Say what? Didn't they go back to Bad Boy at one point? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, because I, I know they was on um, they was on Koch for a minute. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it was on Koch for a minute. But um, thing with the thing with Puffy is he'll let a motherfucker come back. Oh yeah. He'll let them come back and shit. See what they can see what kind of magic they can they can make try to run again. That's what he did with Los. Los was signed to him. Then Los was unsigned to him. Then he mm-hmm. signed Los. I don't know if Los is still signed with him now, but I know at one point he had it was a bunch of shit happening in in the back that really I don't want to go into, but it was a lot of shit that was going on that caused him to want to disassociate a bit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And um, once a lot of that shit was behind them, that's when they re they hooked back up. But I don't know if that's still a thing at this point. Yeah, that's a, that, that's <sighs> everything isn't going to work out. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, but 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 rest assured, someone's going to find a reason to blame the mogul. Oh, of course. And at a certain point, he has to expect that because when you're the boss... In public, the, the public is the exact opposite of what happens in private. In private, yeah. private shit rolls downhill. Right. Um, but in public, there is one singular target. Facts. That's and, um, that's funny. You know, um, I was watching Champion, a Champion episode. Champion! And they were... Um, they were talking about who is it? Uh, Big T versus uh, Tay Rock um, happening, and you want to see that? I, in the right setting, I would like to see it. Okay. Um, and they were talking about you know if if people want to see it, and one of the guys on Champion says, "No, we don't want to see it." Blah 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 blah. And Big T gets on Twitter. Talking about, oh, see, that's why I don't mess with champion, champion's bias, and Jay Black this and Jay Black that. And it's like, Jay Black didn't say that. Right, right, right. He clearly but, did not say that. He actually defended that argument, that, like right. defended against that argument. And it's like, no, but champion is Jay Black's platform. That's his platform, so you're going to use him. Yep, platinum. It, it's, it's going to be against Jay Black. Yeah. No, J Black said it. This J Black that. J Black said it. Nope, J Black said it. I don't care. Nope. No, it was Anwar. Nope, J Black. <laughs> Here's the clip of Anwar saying it. Still, um, you edited. <laughs> you edited that. It was clearly J Black. And that's the thing, yo. So, um, it's the same with Puffy. You are the guy. You're that guy. Mm-hmm. And people will always assume. You could have made some shit better than that to happen. Like you ain't have to have that let that situation get to that. You hold all the cards, but a lot of times it's, it's the same thing I say about people when they talk about uh, the shit about Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I always tell motherfuckers, you don't know what happened. That's right. work. That's workplace bullshit. The mm-hmm. only thing you should be concerned about is the content that came out. Yep. Like all that other shit is workplace shit. The extra you, behind the scenes stuff, that's yeah, just extra. Yo. It's extra. And the only reason why you you that all jammed up in it is because you nosy 
And they know the average person is knows. They want to know the behind the scenes, this, that, and the third. But the reality of the situation is that's really none of your business. Like right. I, when I worked at a, at a places and, and, and had things happen behind the scenes, the people that fence I worked at Phillips and when all kinds of funky shit uh, what happened behind the scenes, the customer don't give a fuck as long as they're crab cake straight. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, the only reason why y'all want to know that other shit is because you have an inability to mind your goddamn business. <laughs> That's all it is, yo. That's all it is. So whatever the deal was with Poofy and a lot of his, um, the, the, the bad boy family extended and otherwise, that ain't really nobody business. Y'all just wanted to be in somebody's business. That's all. Like, yo, like, Pretty much. they figure it out. Now, sometimes artists use that to their um, benefit because they know the audience wants to know the behind-the-scenes shit, so they use that for leverage, and they, they go public with certain shit. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, well, he didn't do this, or he didn't do right. And they know that public perception means a lot to these moguls because they're getting all this money. Last thing you want to be doing is getting all this money, but the public perception of you is that you ain't shit. Like, right. So, like, nobody wants to deal with that. So, yeah, they might come out and have to address it in a certain type of way to save face. But the truth is, we will never really know the true stories that had the conversations that happened behind the scenes that got these motherfuckers unbenefited. We don't fucking We have no idea unless it's been released. Right, unless unless there's sometimes some documentation or some shit, yeah, you know, or or they publicly spat about it, like yeah, and they start, and even within we getting two sides of a story, mm-hmm. so there's, and there's three, there's three, <laughs> the truth, right? You know what I'm saying, so we like I, a lot of times, and I, I'm guilty of it too, you know. Oh shit, that's what happened, but I, I try to keep it with a grain of salt because. I know I don't have intimate knowledge of the relationship between these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, yeah. For me to be making any strong assertions, like at least that strong, to say somebody was in the right, other person was in the wrong, I don't know, for real. And and if people are honest, they'll admit that they don't know either. You don't mm-hmm. fucking know. You yeah. Don't fucking know. That's a fact. That's all. Yeah, so... uh Diddy, yay or nay? I'm going to go with yay. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> right. Just saying. Yeah, facts. All right. Um, yeah, I guess that's... that's well, so, I mean, shout out shout out to um, the Puffy. Shout yeah. out to his success. And well, shout out to Puff, Puff Daddy, Puff, and P. Diddy. And P. Diddy and yeah. all that. And, you know, continue success. I'm pretty sure you're going to see more. Oh, yeah. Without question. I'll, we would also like to thank everybody that listened to this episode. We love doing these evergreen ones because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they are pretty much there forever without needing any extra mustard on it or revisions or none of that shit because time don't change that. It is what it is. Um, but um, is there anything, are there anything that you want to promote this week? Um, Instagram. Photos by SPJ. Go check it out. Or don't. Check it out. Um, also, Facebook page. Black Culture Geeks. Facebook page. We have now a Facebook page that you can go on and you can check out. Don't, 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 don't. 
<laughs> you can check out what we do. Um, there'll be um, videos and sometimes just regular posts and yep. all that other type of stuff over there. And you can go over there and go ahead and like, fun, like that and follow it and right. all that good stuff. Um, also, yeah. Also, on any other platform that you happen to be listening to the podcast on, go ahead and do the things that show the people that you like the stuff. And if you want to get in contact with us outside of the Facebook page, then you can go ahead and email us at blackculturegeeks at gmail.com. That is blackculturegeeks with a Z at gmail.com. On top of all of that, now that might seem like a lot, but the most important part of it actually is you getting in contact with us. That's the most important part. But the right. second most important part is when you see us doing what we do, whether that's a video on the Facebook page or whether you're listening to the podcast, if you can go ahead and share that with your friends and family, that would be amazing and help us spread our invisible message. And, of course, I'll be promoting once again those Skullduggery to EP. Indeed. As well as the other between six to nine projects that I've done previously. You can find that any place digital music is sold. Also, go check out my YouTube channel, Reaper Legion Network, and go check out my uh, Facebook, Reaper Legion page. Go check that out, too. Mm -hmm. um, and my photography page on Instagram, that's ReaperVision999. Go check that out. Mad pictures on there. Uh -huh. And, um... For my man SPJ, you. I am Tombstone the Dead Man, and for the greater multi world entertainment family, we are out. Peace. Thanks for listening.